0: Welcome to the Don't You Know Sports Podcast. I am Mike Loftus, and today I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Hittings. We're gonna be going over the NFL slate this weekend. It's gonna be exciting few games and a couple of out games. But first, we got to start with the Thursday night football game between the Broncos and the Colts. And here is your evaluation. Basically, Matt Ryan sucks. Russell Wilson yep, He's sucks. terrible. Yep. Both teams terrible. Should have just punted on first down. My goodness. And yeah. We're both glad we missed the game.
1: I it would have been a waste <laughs> of my time. I was tired and I sat there and I go, I could watch uh Broncos Colts. I'm and I, I think I'm gonna go to bed. And boy, did I not regret that decision. Yeah. Wow. Right.
0: I only heard bad things about it. Melvin Gordon was given Russell Wilson the stink eye. Russell Wilson missed uh, KJ Hamler for a wide open touchdown to win the game. Bad. Just overall, yikes.
1: And wait, I did not expect this out of Wilson, man. Like, what yeah. part of what he's shown would have saw you know said he would be this bad at this point? I. Is it Wilson? Was he? Is he overrated? Is Hackett this bad? Is it just in general that they're not gelling? And Wilson's got a new team. I don't know, man. But Denver's been such a disappointment, and uh, it, frustrating for me. I didn't. I didn't even pick Denver to win the Super Bowl and make a run. But like, I, I feel they should be better than they are.
0: <laughs> I agree. They're worse than their record shows. I think they're three and two now. And they're not good. They're probably going to end up missing the playoffs, I think. I think they, they have a chance of turning it around, but I am definitely worried for the team. And just overall, yeah, I'm worried about the Colts, too. I I probably have more worries about the Colts, even though they won the game. That's fair. Um, but the Broncos are in a tougher division. They're going to have a, a really difficult time making the playoffs here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah. gross game.
1: I'm ready to move on. What about you? Yeah, let's let's move on. Two teams that are vastly overrated coming into the year, uh, whose quarterbacks look like they're about 60 years old, and uh, yeah. not much more to say.
0: People are asking, is Russell Wilson a system quarterback?
1: Uh, fair to ask. <laughs> the people want to know. The people want to know. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Is he a system quarterback? Dikes. Well, let's get into
0: it. So the first game, we got uh, Giants and Packers playing in London at 8.30 Central time. I'm excited for this game. Packers are favored by eight points, over-under 41 points. I'm liking the Packers to win this game, big time. Well, they should win this game. However, I think the Giants might cover and make it actually close. What do you think?
1: That, that's where—how does Barkley look against the Packers' defense— Uh, because I do think the Packers are going to win I don't I'm not questioning that it's the eight point spread at this point I do think the Packers cover but it's you never know with these London games how that's going to go I think they barely cover I could see a 10 point win for the Packers but one of those you know yeah there are 10 point wins where it's just like who we dodged that one and there are 10 point wins where it's like all right, the score says 10, but it felt like a 20-point win cuz we were just in control of the mm-hmm. game. Sure. For that that's how I see this going for the Packers that you know, maybe their offense gets 20, 24, but it's going to be that 24-14 type of game where All right, the Packers had it from start to finish and there really wasn't a doubt.
0: I really hope you're right. Uh but I mean, this is game of the week, right? You got both teams are three and one. Three and one. This the is the first, time, first time ever that London has a game with both teams
1: over five hundred. Isn't that crazy? You, you all the London games by now. <laughs> you think they would have? Like eventually, this is where it happens, right? Where they throw London a game. They're like, oh yeah, they we'll give them the Packers, which is great. And the Giants, they'll be like what one and three, zero oh and four. So yeah, we'll give them a big packer win. I'm surprised it's taken this long for them to luck into a team. They thought that would be bad is actually good. Right. Or at least yeah, like good of to start. This game. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You as a Packers fan, this is good. the game that it is. Yeah. Good,
0: good, good job NFL with your scheduling in the past. <laughs> Bravo. Um, so while I totally, I really hope that you're right, that the Packers kind of just take it and then just don't give up the lead and kind of just take it handily. I'm really concerned because they don't do that this year. like, can't seem to really groove their offense for a full four quarters. They can for like a quarter and a half. You know they'll put up like twenty one points in a quarter, and then all of a sudden it'll just be flat for the rest of the game. I like the defense, and I think you're right. It's basically Saquon is really the only thing on their team that they have going for them. The Giants are they're, they could pro- they're probably considered one of the worst three
1: and one teams of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, they're. It, I still don't expect them to come close to making the playoffs, uh, but they've had some fortunate wins that we didn't see coming and a couple of opponents that aren't all that good. So here we are at a Giants team at three and one, Um, but Packers are better overall, more well-rounded. And I I do think they control Saquon enough where Jones is going to have to air it out a little more than expected. So yeah, I'll just I'll take the Packers to cover. Not a large yeah. cover. I don't think they blow them out, but one of those have their the pulse of the game from start to finish and and win by like ten. So Packers oh win. Gotcha. Packers cover. Yeah, I I'm gonna take the
0: Giants to cover this game. I, I have them to lose, but I have them to cover. Eight points is just too much, and I I feel like the Packers they play to their competition. I I, I just can't see them blowing teams out. And, you know, an eight-point game, that's kind of a blowout. So I'm yep. going to take the Giants to cover this one. I, I feel pretty good about it, too. I just I just feel like that it's going to end up being, like, 21 to 28 or something like that. And Yep. I don't know.
1: There you go. You pack, Packers win, but Giants cover. I get it. Yeah. I get it. That's fair.
0: Cool. That's fair. Uh, oh, yeah, and the over-under is 41. How are you feeling about that? I, I kind of like the over on this one, actually.
1: Uh, I will take the over barely. Barely? I, I'll take the over barely. I can see high 40s. Cool. Uh, so you're looking at, uh, 20, 30, 20 game or like, uh, at a 28, 17 type of game. So, um, yeah, slightly over maybe high forties. Yeah. I
0: like it. Cool. Well, let's uh, move on. Next game. We got uh Pittsburgh Steelers and Buffalo bills at Buffalo. <laughs> you
1: know, Ooh. we were just talking
0: about what could be a blowout last game. This one absolutely.
1: Should be a Blowout. Hello. Yeah, this one you got. You got Kenny Pickett coming in.
0: Oh no, I feel so bad hey, for Kenny game, Pickett. Game. He, he could die. He he could. <laughs> he could. Bills pass rush is really good. Yeah,
1: yeah. The uh, Kenny Pickett era is over after like one full <laughs> one start. <laughs> So like he, what were they doing too? They you like of all the times to like give up on Trubisky, and it's it's just like you, you just don't you don't go one more and just say, look, cut ties with our season, throw Trubisky to the Wolves, and then <laughs> after we play Buffalo, gradually get uh Kenny in. No, yeah. it's like, all right, Kenny, game one, go to Buffalo.
0: Good Greg, luck. I I Trubisky should start this game, not because he's better. But because one, you might like have a quarterback murdered and two, you don't want to just destroy Kenny Pickett's confidence. Like this is literally throwing him into the wolves.
1: Right. Right. To me, who cares if, uh, you know, all right, Trubisky, have fun, have at it, get destroyed. Yeah. You, You spent a first round pick on Kenny Pickett to be your quarterback of the future. Uh, hopefully this doesn't get too, too ugly, but, uh, yeah. Yikes, man! Not a Sorry. great place to go play. Bills are favored by fourteen points. What do you got? Oh, uh, give me Bills to cover. Yeah. I. It's a lot of points, right? That's two touchdowns is a lot of points. I don't know, man. Tell me where Pittsburgh even keeps this within twenty. I, I just, I think <laughs> Buffalo's gonna.
0: I mean, the Buffalo's gonna roll them. I'd be interested to see like how many times Mike Tomlin has been the underdog by 10 or more points and how many times he's actually lost by that amount yeah that's a fair point
1: it can't have happened too much I mean it, this he's is pretty good by coach. far his worst team with Pittsburgh and he's been the coach in Pittsburgh for how, 16 years now forever 17 yeah. years it's been a long while so, so this is definitely his worst team so yeah I would agree with that
0: and then the I, over under oh yeah so I 14 points is a lot I it's a lot it's a lot. And the Bills are so good. They're still my Super Bowl favorite right now. Just their peak just feels higher than everyone else's team. But I kind of like the Steelers to just, like,
1: cover. I don't really know. One of those, do you think they keep it close, or is it? do you feel like it's one of those Buffalo gets up so much? Then all and of then a sudden we see Pittsburgh kind of get some garbage, garbage touchdown or two to, to backdoor cover.
0: That's kind of exactly what I think it's going to end up being.
1: Could be. Could and be. so I,
0: I think they might get like a backdoor cover that way. Over-under is 45. How feel about that?
1: Over. 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 Bills I might Bum- score 45. <laughs> I, I was just thinking it, man. I mean, <laughs> the Bills are capable of going on this over on their own. I mean, I... I wouldn't put it past you Pittsburgh works their way to like 14 to 17 points and Buffalo's in the thirties. I don't see kudos yeah. to Pittsburgh. If they hold Buffalo under 30, if they're holding Buffalo under 30, then the under might hit, but I don't think they are. I, I think Buffalo scoring 30 and with 30 plus, in which case the overs hit.
0: I 100% agree with that. I'm also going to take the over on this one, but I like the steers to cover.
1: Anything else to add for this one? Anything you're looking for? Everyone, especially Steelers fans, say your prayers for Kenny Pickett. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Just <laughs> I <don't> pray <laughs> now. Pray. Oh, I feel bad
0: for him. Oh. It's gonna nasty. Yeah, well, um, it's going to be really ugly. Yeah. Next game, we got Chargers and Browns in Cleveland. Should be a good one, actually. Interesting the are one. Low-key yeah. kind of good, and the Chargers, I feel like, are low-key kind of bad. Or underperforming, yeah. I should say.
1: Underperforming, maybe overrated from what we thought coming into the year. Yeah. Chargers are kind of at the point, and even the Browns, too. They're both at the point where they kind of need wins here to stay relevant. You know, especially mm-hmm. with Cleveland losing to Atlanta last week. And, you know, Chargers haven't really looked great in any of their games this year, even the ones they've won, they've kind of squeaked out. So Agreed, yeah, this one's to be good.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the other thing too is Nick Chubb is a really good running back.
1: He's a beast. Put he's some respect on
0: his name. He needs to be up there with like the, the best back. pure runner. I think he's the best pure runner in the game.
1: Yes. Yeah, right. R- regardless, you take away the pass catching ability as far as hand the ball between the tackles, He's a punisher, yeah. And he him has and Derrick Henry to take it to the house. Yeah, he's him and Derrick Henry are very similar. He Chubb's just a
0: he's a tank. Yeah. That they have that, that two headed monster. monster back there. Kareem Hunt is no slouch either. That's why yeah. I, I like Cleveland Browns. I almost like the Browns to win this game. This just feels like a a, um, a trap game for the Chargers. You know, they're favored by two and a half, but they're they're going into Cleveland. It's an away game. They haven't really played all that great. I think that Justin Herbert is still a little banged up, too. No Keenan Allen either. I like the Browns to win, not not just cover,
1: but win this one. Mike, I'm siding with you. I'm looking at that, and I felt that when I looked at it earlier today, and I'm like, this just has the vibes of the type of game Cleveland wins. I talked last week, and we talked last week about – the Atlanta game being the type of game that Cleveland loses. This seems to be like the type of game that Cleveland wins, mm-hmm. where, okay, the Chargers are favored. It's close enough at home, and and the Chargers haven't looked great. That's not going to be one that they, they've got to—they're going to have to play their A game to win this one. I think, I think Cleveland wins this one. Yeah. Beyond the hole covers the two and a half that they're getting. They win it.
0: And I think that if I if I read correctly, I I think that Miles Garrett is expected to play this game. He didn't play last game. And I was just thinking today, like Miles Garrett turns this Browns defense from below mediocre to like above average. Like they're good defense when when he plays just the amount of sheer like attention and pass and pressure that he he
1: develops on on that QB is insane. He is an absolute difference maker. He's a difference maker. Yeah, he adds a lot of value to that defense, and if he's ready to go, and that solidifies my Cleveland pick. Yeah. Not that I wouldn't have changed my mind anyway, but like <laughs> that makes me feel more confident uh, if I, I know he's going. Uh, Over-under 47. What are you thinking about that? If Cleveland wins, I think the under hits. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is going to be uh, Cleveland wins 24-21 or 24-17. It's putting you under a close the forty-seven, game, it'll be close. Think it'll be team tight. Can blow the other team out. Agreed. Agreed. Forty-seven seems like a lot. If Cleveland's going to win, if the Chargers win, I could see that being Chargers reach high twenties. Cleveland, I see Cleveland around that low twenties range. Win or lose. So if the Chargers win, I think the over hits. But I pick Cleveland to win. I think the under hits.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I, I kind of agree with that 100. And you know, it's probably gonna end up. Chargers win the game and blow them out. And
1: right, the over hits. final score fifty to ten. Chargers yeah. alone hit the over. <laughs> like people they are listening for
0: an exploded explosive game. They,
1: they are, but as you said, I don't know if this one's gonna be it with Garrett coming yeah. back and Allen out. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, they're do. They're definitely do. They have too many weapons in. They're too good to not eventually start having the offense kick it into gear. Yeah, not this week, though. All
0: right, moving on. Uh, we got Bears-Vikings, divisional game. The Bears are horrible. The Vikings have been a roller coaster, but they pulled one out against uh, the Saints in London last week, and before that, they kind of got manhandled by the Eagles. How are you feeling? I, so I, we're both in agreement that the Vikings are going to win this game. How are you feeling about no the Vikings'
1: like, outlook for the rest of the season? Who cares about the Bears? I yeah, well said who does care <laughs> about the bears Vikings you've had iffy games here against the Saints if he against the Lions they found a way to win them both and you got to give them credit for that yeah they got manhandled by the Eagles everybody who's played the Eagles so far has gotten manhandled by the Eagles regardless yeah. of whether it was a three-point game or a 10-point game or 20-point game like the Eagles are a legit Super Bowl contender a quartered away through the season. Yeah, so for me, yeah, they look bad, but no shame in Minnesota having a bad game at Philly. Uh Minnesota's a legit playoff team. They have a chance. I don't know what it means for them as far as making a Super Bowl push goes, but good teams find way to win games when it doesn't look like they're going to win games. And the Vikings are three and one, and that that's what they've done. Yep. Even when they're playing, you know, yeah, last week against New Orleans, didn't play their best game. No. Found a way to win it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that Playoff was, that was a, find a way to win, win. for them. I, not like the Saints are, you know, crazy Super Bowl contender, good team, but they're still a good. They have a really good roster in general.
1: You're they're going to give you your best shot. They play feisty.
0: Yeah, I I feel in very confident about the Vikings so much this week that I'm taking them for my survivor pool. I just can't see how the Bears can win this game going into Minnesota
1: the bears have a quarterback that can't throw. Yeah. And he doesn't really they don't let him throw either. They either. don't let him throw. Right. It, what team doesn't let their quarterback throw? A team that doesn't trust their quarterback to make the right mm-hmm. reads. Don't you want to see I, that's what the,
0: <laughs> Right. You drafted, the they traded up to draft him. Don't you want to see they, what you have with this guy? Right? Like, don't you want to see would if think, maybe he's like a Mahomes and he just can make the crazy throws or something like that out of nowhere? You
1: would but think, no, you're not even letting him like prove himself at this point. I'm telling you, Mike, this is why I'm telling you, I am putting the Bears organization, and Bears fans are gonna hate this. They are on the level, they are doing lion, Detroit Lioness oh, things, right? Yeah, they, they, they're this trading up to draft a quarterback, and then the next year fire the coach and bring in a completely new staff, and then this new staff has no ties to this quarterback that they traded up and drafted. So they don't, you know what I mean? Like Justin Fields is not their quarterback, it's just I mean, everything just makes no sense. They're not throwing the ball. You're right. They have no idea what Fields really is. Or at least they've seen enough of them in practice to say, we have a quarterback that can't throw the ball. They're getting crushed by Minnesota. It's What's the spread here? Seven and a half, favored by the Vikings. Seven and a half, Minnesota at home. Yeah, easy. I'm easy. Take,
0: I I like the, the Vikings to cover this pretty handily, actually. I, that It worries me how confident I am with that. That's um, fair. I, I feel I'm also like that confident,
1: though.
0: I, I feel like it should be a 10, but, I mean, 7.5, that, that's just... that's just, To me, that feels like easy money. I can't see the Vikings not being able to run the ball all over the place. They should be able to pass it. Justin Jefferson should have a great game. I, I You know, maybe the Bears score 21 points, but the Vikings can easily put up 30-plus.
1: That's where I'm at, and, and that's just it, Mike. Like, the Bears... Are they going to be able to run the ball consistently on Minnesota? I don't think so. I don't think this team can. They're going to score under 20. I can see Minnesota in the high 20s, maybe even low 30s uh, as the game pulls away. I They're just a lot better. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes the team that's a lot better doesn't keep the spread or even win the game. But I, I just feel very, very confident. Minnesota is yeah. going to cover that seven and
0: a half. I do too. So if, if everything goes the way that we think it's going to go, we're going to have the Packers at four and one. We're going to have the Vikings at four and one. I would have major concerns if either of those teams lost this week. Like there's something yes. is wrong if
1: that happens. Yes. Um, they both are much better than the opponent that they're playing and they should not lose.
0: Yeah. Going into this week. I mean, this is a Midwest sports podcast, so we're big on the NFC North. Do you have, what's your, how do you think that the NFC North is going to play out? So we have, you know, Packers and Vikings are clearly tied. They're probably going to be four and one after this week. How do do you have a a particular one, like a head horse?
1: My tier, I'm still going to ride with what I had at the beginning of the season. I have the Packers winning the division. I still don't have enough information to kind of change that at this point for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I'm not talking whether or not either of these teams are Super Bowl contenders. I think the Packers are going to win the division. It might be by a game or two. The Vikings look like a legitimate wild card team. That's going to put the fear of God into whoever they play in <laughs> round one.
0: Yeah, I would honestly be more scared of playing the Vikings in the playoffs than the Packers at this point.
1: Fair. That's well, fair.
0: I, I agree. I think the Packers are going to end up winning the division. They do have a pretty difficult schedule towards the end. Like, so they play, they have an easy schedule for the next three games. They play like the Giants and the Commanders and then another bad team. So they'll get, they should have three easy dubs coming up. But after that, it gets kind of difficult. I still think the Packers are going to come out with it. But the Vikings are more scary to me to play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair with the weapons that they have. If, Kirk cousins is on his game. They can compete with anybody that offense mm-hmm. can compete with anybody. And that's the thing that gets me is I, I don't even think Minnesota's playing their top tier best and they're yeah. three and one.
0: Yeah. We saw their top tier best and they shut the Packers out week right. one, week one, week well, we one was their best. We don't know if that was just one of those weird bye weeks for the Packers at this point, you know, that they do every year. So either way, Vikings is going to win this game. Easy, not too concerned about it. Hopefully, the Bears can sneak one out. But I do, I, I'm feeling very confident about. It. I'm taking them for my survivor pool. So, moving on, we got uh, Detroit Lions going into New England. Your Detroit Lions, the best offense in football, by the way. Also, number one offense. The historically worst defense of all time,
1: by far, <laughs> the worst defense through the first four games of the year. It is. Pretty very, very not good. Oh, man. Do you really want me to give this a go? Because everything, yes, everything I, I, I like, I, my, uh, this is what pains me, Mike. Okay. Right. The, the Patriots are going to be on like their quarterback number three, right? Third string quarterback. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Matt Patricia, the old Lions coach who's awful, is the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. The Lions can run the ball, and the Patriots run defense not elite, not great, towards the bottom half of the NFL. Now, granted, they're not Lions bad, but they're not great. And the Lions are a very good run team. So the numbers should play out that the Lions win a high-scoring game here.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And yet... I feel in my heart of hearts, I know how this is going to go, with especially just the last two weeks proving it. The Lions get absolutely torched offensively by their old head coach, who was a former defensive coordinator, and is calling plays with a third-string quarterback. It's tough. It's really it, tough. Pains me to say it because everyone I feel like in general is going to look at this game and go, yeah, okay, the Lions, they they lost to Seattle last week. But, you know, Gino's efficient and, you know, they're not going to go into New England and lose to a third string quarterback. I mean, I expect you're going to hear it, right? You're going to hear it. I'm telling you, this guy may only have to throw the ball 10 times. The Patriots could rush it uh, 50 times. The Lions, I don't trust to stop it. New England wins, and I think New England covers.
0: Yeah, so you're saying basically start all Patriots running backs.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. All 10 of them on the roster, all of them in your fantasy lineup. Mm -hmm. I just
0: like last week was like my defining moment game for the Lions. You know, a defining moment. You either define the moment or the moment defines you. Well, the Lions got defined as SOL. Yeah, Same old Lions. I had them. I was so confident. You were that they beyond would win the, yeah. the Seahawks game. I mean, I bet Jacob before the season started that they would win by nine points, and I wasn't nervous going into that game. I thought no. that they were still going to do it. Turns out Geno Smith is kind of playing like an MVP.
1: <laughs> G- Geno um, Smith looks like Russell Wilson. Crazy. Yeah, the, the Lions made him look like it, but uh, yeah, it's what they do, man. It's yeah. what they do.
0: I was just so confident. And like, I looked so bad from that, that I, I, I will never, I just can never take the line. I can never have you the not Trust them. Again. Right. Ever.
1: You cannot trust them ever again. Yeah. It's painful. yeah. whatever, whatever it you Lions sucks. fans
0: say i'm just gonna stick with it and i'm not gonna question it because you guys have been through it and i just lived through it and i'm like holy crap that was horrible
1: right you're (laughs) like man one week of that i that just sucks i don't want to ever deal with that and yeah get me out of this life get me out of this (laughs) (laughs) i'm
0: going over to jacksonville (sighs)
1: right yeah (laughs) Going to hop on there. Years line. and years of that. When will the pain <laughs> and torture end? It, oh, it doesn't. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we got the Patriots. They're favored by three. We saw them last week. They kept up with the Packers. They brought them into overtime. A little lucky to, but the Lions put up points and I feel like that this could be a game that they sneak in and win, <laughs> but I I'm love it. hesitant on saying I that. I love it,
1: Mike. I love so, it.
0: So, I'm going to let you pick you. We got minus three for the Patriots. What do you got?
1: I got Patriots covering. Yeah. And my only reason is Lions going to Lions like everything else about this says the Lions should score enough to not just cover, but win this game. Yeah. And I'm picking New England to cover the three because (laughs) the storyline says the Lions are going to lose this one. That's just what I feel.
0: I mean, this is probably going to be the Patriots don't put up points either and I am not concerned about the over-under of 45 points. It's 44, 45 and a half. And I feel like the Lions are probably going to end up scoring 30 and the Patriots are probably going to end up scoring 35, which they don't yeah. do.
1: <laughs> Any game with the Lions, like the fact that the, over is, the OU is under 50, take the over.
0: Take the over. Take yeah.
1: the over. If, offense, the Lions, take the over. they scored
0: the most points in football. They also have let in the most... Uh, and not by a lot. I think the Chiefs are back by 10. But I was looking at the defense defensive points allowed, Dude, and they're bad. at like 140, and the next best is like
1: 110.
0: It's crazy. If you go by a
1: points-per-game basis, the Lions are the worst. Seattle is the second worst. Yeah. And part of Seattle's numbers are skewed because they played the Lions last week. <laughs> True. <laughs> the Lions give up a touchdown more per game than the Seahawks do. That is, is the crazy. equivalent gap. So the Seahawks are at 31. That is an equivalent gap as Seahawks at 31 to Carolina at 14. Oh, my God. Carolina's at 21 a game, and they're 14th best. <laughs> so the gap same from 14 life. to 31 is the same as 31 to 32. It's- I just
0: don't understand how a defense can be that bad. Because when you're putting up 40, 40 points a game – that means that your defense isn't on the field for that amount of time. They're they're yeah. off the field, which means that yeah. they are just opening the gates. Hello, go and score. They, like, literally,
1: literally, I, I go back to my the way my father describes it. He goes the old Matador defense where they take out the uh, the red cape and they go ole and they just <laughs> let the ball run by. Uh, it's so that for him he call it the Matador defense. That's what the Lions run. That's exactly That's what it is. It's it's terrible. I don't understand the scheme. They don't have that much talent to begin with, uh, but n- there is no lack of talent that covers for you giving up forty-eight. Your coaching staff did a an absolutely terrible job. So yeah. it's that, bad coaching and bad talent. So I this is what it, you it's, have.
0: It's got to be schematic because it's you got to lock down cornerback, don't you? With uh, was it a, a solid. Okuda? Solid.
1: Jeff Okuda, he's pretty good solid. this year he's finally yeah, he's starting been to good develop this year yep and you know I'm not here to say he's top three in the league but he's had a good season he's yeah. a solid NFL corner their six round pick rookie linebacker has been a top 30 linebacker I think by PFF Sanders uh standards Malcolm How is, Rodriguez. Uh,
0: how's Aiden Hutchinson looking by the way I I know he had that one really good game in week two that's
1: about what's covered him.
0: He had the yeah. first
1: half in Washington where he's had three sacks. The rest has just kind of been a lot of non-impact. And, you know, yeah. I don't know how much of it is him, how much of it is Carson there's wants- no real time that he needs to have to get a rush because, you know, all teams are throwing to the non-Okuda side of the field and yeah. eating Lions safeties and corners up. So
0: as much the as Lions
1: Bruce- rush in general isn't getting home, but it's not a good look for Hutch. It's really, their are only two Im- slight impact defenders this year. I feel like have been Okuda and Malcolm Rodriguez, which never was heard of him. Six round pick rookie. Like that's what's <laughs> right. Crazy, right. That's huge. Which, yeah. I mean, great. The lions, the lions usually don't get these guys. So that, yeah, any- that's at least a nice piece we can build around. So
0: anytime you get a, a fourth round pick or more as a starter or higher, that that's a good that's really good Fantastic because most pick. of those guys you probably have like a five percent chance of actually becoming a starter
1: oh yeah oh yeah and it with the lions it's about a point five percent chance <laughs> yeah, <right>? so like <laughs> the fact that we we got our one for the next 20 years so we'll take it oh man
0: do i dare take the lions to cover three do i do it
1: i i I'm gonna caution you you know what i I, I respect it i respect it if you end up with heartbreak don't I'm be not, surprised, but I, am not I saying, respect the call.
0: I am not gonna say that the Lions will ever win another game for the rest of the season. However, I think they're gonna cover it because they just put up points, man. They put up so many points.
1: They do put that
0: up points. They're either going to win or they'll be they'll put up enough points to be close. That's fair. And you That's know what? Fair. They'll probably lose by like a field goal or something like that. So <laughs> <laughs> Patriots field goal to win by
1: one. No, no anyway. The Lions will be forced to punt to the Patriots with like 30 seconds to go and you'll think the game's over. And then that's when New England's yep. third string quarterback takes them down the field for the game winning field goal. It's just going to. You get your cover, but the Lions lose. That's how should it... I should
0: I expect the Lions to lose in an awesome way. Like Again, like the an only way that the Lions can.
1: That, yes, expect it to be done in some form of Lions fashion. Whether cool. we've seen it yes. before or we haven't, that just means absolutely crushing. Let's see
0: here. Going into, I mean, that's uh, we, we've we covered enough with that game. Lions are going to lose. Oh, yeah,
1: Wait arguably way too much. Yeah, so fair enough.
0: Next game, we got Seahawks-Saints. Seahawks, same team that just broke my heart last week, and the Saints who probably, I mean, they put up a good fight against the Vikings, but... They lost and they
1: need to get something going
0: because they're not looking that great either.
1: Well, a big thing for me with this one, Mike, is Jameis going to play? Is Michael Thomas going to play? Because if those two sit out, and I, I get Andy Dalton plays, he almost let him do a win against Minnesota. I don't know, man. I might be riding Geno on this one.
0: Yeah. I mean, Geno and the boys. The Saints are one and three. They they need if they if they have any sort of like playoff hope, they need to get something going.
1: They need this one.
0: One and four, they're done. They cannot lose this game.
1: One and four lose to Seattle, they're done. Do you could you imagine Seattle at three and two? Oh my god. Who would have thought that the Seahawks
0: would have got the better deal short term getting rid of Wilson? Short term,
1: right? (laughs) (laughs) The deal was a long term play for them.
0: Yeah, makes no sense. But can you see the Seahawks winning this game?
1: I can. I can, I can. too. If, I think a handful of things need to go right for the Seahawks. Uh, if Jameis doesn't play and Michael Thomas doesn't play, now all of a sudden the Saints offense is handicapped compared to what it could be. And Seattle... Geno is efficient. He's been efficient this year and they do have two stud receivers and you know, their weapons there. I, I, Seattle's given five points, even if Seattle does win, I think they cover, I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah,
0: I agree. I, I, I guess I can't really see the saints putting up a ton of points, but Geno Smith has played so well, so impressively this year that I, I can see them covering. I could also see them winning this game. So Saint, I could you know, too. Saints are favored by five, but I kind of like the Seahawks to cover this. I um, do too. And I also think like Saints fans are going to be pissed.
1: Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. Go one and four, lost to Seattle to pretty much effectively end their season. Mm-hmm. At, at that point, you're looking, do the Saints start tanking to get one of these picks to get their their quarterback?
0: I think it says a lot about a team where going into this season, I would have picked the saints to win this game handily. They should, they should win this game with ease. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, the saints could easily lose this game. They are not looking like a good team. Seattle Seahawks are playing better than, than how everyone thought they would be. I could see the saints losing this. And I, I, I think it says a lot about that team in general. They're, very underperforming because they have a good roster in general
1: yeah yeah they do and I, I think they were hoping that a healthy Jameis he's been in the system for a year or two he can be good enough to to win them games in the NFC South and he's been banged up they haven't looked as good as we thought they'd be and, man, if Seattle knocks them to one and four, they've got to start thinking about retooling for the future, which mm-hmm. is crazy to think about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, like I said, Saints are favored by five. I think we both have Seahawks to to cover that. And then the over-under is 45-and-a-half as well for this
1: game. Do you have a take on that? This is a tough get for me. I think this is going to be under. I think the under as well, but... Barely, yeah. Barely. I'm not comfortable with that one. No, I'll I'll go under. But it, you, I could. You could be talking 24-20 game, and all of a sudden you're riding right on that line of 45 and a half. So I'll go under as well. But it's gonna be it's gonna be close to that. I could see this game being like 13 to 10. Ooh. just a stupid <laughs> game that nobody <laughs> wants to watch? <laughs> we end up getting a repeat of Colts Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gouge my eyes out. Oh, this brutal. is just another
0: game that I'm I will. I won't watch out of all the games that we've talked about. I'd rather watch like Bill's Steelers than, than that's this fair. game. I think
1: that's fair. At least with Bill's Steelers, you're getting one offense. that's yeah. capable of doing something.
0: <laughs> Get to watch Josh Allen go crazy. Light it up. Yeah. Next up. Next game. We got Miami Dolphins. Jacob's team going into New York Jets. And he takes on this one. Dude, I think
1: Teddy. I think Teddy pulls this one off. I I don't know what to make of Zach Wilson at this point. I, obviously, raw abilities, room to grow. But against a team like Miami, that's confident, that's playing well, even with Teddy, I think te- they're going to do enough offensively. They don't just win; they cover. Yeah, I I still think this
0: Dolphins team is good. Uh, Teddy two gloves is probably the best backup in the league I think yeah and yeah I think that his his play style seems pretty similar to Tua where neither of them run it too much and they're both pretty not they don't uh they're not too aggressive with their throws I I don't think and I feel like this Dolphins offense isn't going to be that impacted negatively with the loss of Tua I think that especially against the Jets I think that Teddy Bridgewater will be fine this week. I don't think he's going to struggle. Obviously, you know Tua is a much better quarterback, but and he was playing like it too. But I'm very confident that the Dolphins are going to win this game still, even without Tua. The Jets, like uh, you know, everyone knows Zach Wilson is my king. Love Zach Wilson,
1: but I know they have a lot to. I know, out. yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. And uh, against a team like Miami, even with Teddy, like you said, Teddy's one of the best backups in the NFL. Their offense is going to score enough.
0: Yeah. Oh, the other thing I almost forgot to mention was so the biggest problem, Zach Wilson, is he holds on to the ball way too long. He tries to make a play. Like he's like, you know, by far one of the longest, like he'll he'll hold on to the ball until he throws it type of guy. So he takes a lot of sacks. That's a big, big, big mismatch against these Miami Dolphins because they blitz like on every play. They bring the blitz and that Zach Wilson is going to have zero time to throw. I could see him getting in a lot of trouble, maybe a couple turnovers with like, you know, he has to get rid of it real quick and and does a mistake or he'll fumble it or something like that. And I I just I feel like the Jets, their passing game is really going to struggle this game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, valid points. Valid points. And if if you are giving short fields to Miami, even with Teddy, they'll make you pay. I, I, you just can't be doing that. And valid point on, you know, sometimes the best play, the right play is throwing the ball away, throwing mm-hmm. it into the, the ground if you roll out. Yeah. Zach Wilson, man, you got to learn it at some point. Otherwise, you're going to continue to t- cost the Jets games.
0: Yeah, he's he's trying to and Mahomes and
1: for it like yep. constantly. Yep, extend and it and yep. You're not that guy, at least not guy, yet. Though. You're not that guy, and sometimes the right play is just throwing it away.
0: Listen, off the field, Zach Wilson
1: has that dog in him. On the field, I don't think he does. <laughs> Yeah, Zach Wilson off the field. If he could give some of that uh, that dog in him to Zach Wilson (laughs) on the football field, that would benefit all Jets and all Jets fans. That would be...
0: (laughs) I saw a meme the other day that had like a fake tweet of... uh, So you know how Tom Brady and Giselle, they're like, you know, like the divorce rumors and stuff. There's like a fake tweet that Zach Wilson was like, hey, what's up, Giselle? Give me a call.
1: <laughs> Sliding into <laughs> Giselle's DMs.
0: <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. It's up his alley, man. man. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, so I, I like the Dolphins to cover this three and a half uh, pretty easily. It's just a mismatch for the Jets. As I say that. I'm probably going to be proven way wrong because it always happens to me. It's just every time that I think rationally about a football game, it just goes the opposite way. And that's what I love about football is because right. it's not how it never goes, how it should. Right. It's just, and it keeps me on my toes.
1: Right. When does it ever go how you think it's supposed to go? It never. never. Does. It's what makes the sport great. Yeah. Uh, yeah but any given Sunday. One thing I am looking out for the Dolphins is
0: uh, they need to get their running game going they they usually haven't been struggling this much like in the past and this year it's really been kind of awful i'd like this would be a good game to if they can get it going i would i'd be concerned if it, if they can't get it going basically
1: yeah and I, I the last couple weeks it seems like raheem mostert's usage has been up so i think they are hoping that eventually he kind of takes over as that uh Maybe not every down back, but kind of that first, second down solid yeah. you know, runner. And, you know, I, lo- I guess I Jacob can the- come in and correct me if I'm wrong on that. But just uh, yeah. the little bit I've been reading and following that, they are trying to get Mostert more involved. Well, uh, he had that inj- – was it was he injured last year? Yeah, but I know that kind of lingered a little bit into mm-hmm. the start of this season. So, uh, But love- if they can work him in and then combine him and Edmonds into this one-two punch – and yeah. maybe that is what they need to get this run game jump started. Because you're right, eventually they're going to hit a point where they need to be able to run the ball. They're not yeah. going to be able to throw it to throw it well in every game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love the Colonel Mustard. I hope that he can get it going. And anytime that you can get the run game going, it opens up you know play action in the pass game. So it would be good for the Dolphins if they can get that going. Jets, sorry, you're not that guy, pal. Not this year. No, no. And moving on, we got Falcons and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know if there's much to talk about with this game. Yeah, I what do we got here? Quartero Patterson got hurt. So the Falcons will be having a running back by committee. They probably got like a three, three guys back there. I wouldn't start any of those guys because the Tampa Bay defense is really good. Yeah. This just feels like a get-right game for the Buccaneers. It's kind of like the Vikings and Packers and Bills. It's just one of those like get-right games. Figure out your offense. Make sure you do everything right on defense. If you lose this game, then you're in. You're something went very, very wrong. Very wrong. Well.
1: And yet, with just how off the defense was against Kansas City. Now, granted, we're talking Kansas City compared to Atlanta, right? So. Mm-hmm. Man, it just – this has one of those feels of Tampa either blows Atlanta out or all of a sudden out of nowhere you're going to look and you go, how is it Atlanta's close and has a <laughs> – like is driving to win this game? Like it yeah. should not be. I'm also with you. I, I do think Tampa did score some points last week. Their defense is not giving up 41 to Atlanta mm-hmm. without uh, Cordero Patterson. But what's the spread for this one? 10? 10. Yeah. And it's at Tampa Bay at Tampa. I'll take Tampa to cover. I'll take Tampa to cover. I either see a Tampa cover or an Atlanta win. Like I don't see Atlanta covering, but keeping uh, it close. Yeah. keeping Mm -hmm. it Close, but losing. It's going to be one of those where Tampa comes in sluggish and all of a sudden Atlanta out of nowhere chips them. I think Tampa gets right.
0: Yeah. The Falcons, they're intriguing because they have a fun offense. With Marcus they Mariota
1: do. and Kyle Pitts, and uh,
0: help me out with the the rookie Drake watch. London. Drake London, thank you. Yep. They have a fun offense. Their defense still sucks. It just it feels like the, uh And Chris Godwin is back. Mike Evans is back. They're getting a little healthier. It just feels like Tampa Bay is just kind of kind of poop on them this game to me. They have. Their Tampa Bay needs a game.
1: Where, yeah. Tampa Bay needs a game where they put it all together yeah. and come out. This this could be the one.
0: And I think that they're going to cause a lot of troubles for Marcus Mariota. I'm I'm going with the Buccaneers to cover this pretty easily. Maybe not easily, but you know, I think they're going to cover 10 and over under 46. I think I'm going to take the under.
1: You take the I'm going to take the over. I'm going to yeah. take the over. I think uh you got 46. I could see Tampa even hitting the 30s and Atlanta doing enough with the weapons that they have to mid to high teens. I'm sure I'll go. I'll go something like a 30, 31, 17-ish. Yeah, so 31 like 17 ish. Yeah. 31, 17 puts you at over your, your 46 and a half there. So I, uh, I'll take the over. Yeah. Make it uh, interesting here. Winner of this
0: game will be the, the NFC South divisional leader. And uh, what was I going to say? I, I, like I said, I can just see the Falcons just not putting up points. I could see him putting up like 10 to 15 kind of tend to, you know, in that range. Yep. And the Buccaneers, I think they're just going to, you know, they're going to put up like 30 and it. I think it's going to be like 30 to 10 Under's going to hit Buccaneers going to look good. Falcons. I, it just feels like a mismatch to me. Like, I just feel like the Fal- the Falcons aren't going to be able to move the ball. That's where I'm at with this game. To me, the
1: point that you made earlier, too, is Tampa is coming off that loss to Kansas City. They need this game to kind of, you said, it, the get right game. Yeah. Usually teams come in motivated, ready to to prove something against an inferior opponent when that's the case. So, yeah, I can see this as the get right game, and, and Tampa covers that spread. But certainly Atlanta has some weapons, and if they get a couple uh, unexpected touchdowns, I guess, uh, all of a sudden you're looking at an Definitely a definite over. So, yeah, um,
0: I, Tom Brady, I, I think he's going to have.
1: Oh, I was, I was just saying I can see where you're coming from, though, where yeah. it's just pure domination by Tambo. Yeah,
0: that, that's that's where I'm leaning, And I think that, you know, Tom Brady finally started looking better. Their offense clicked last week. You know, it's not like the Chiefs defense is all that good, but they did look a little bit better. And if you can do that against the Chiefs when they're putting up 40 against you. I think that you're going to be able to do that against the Falcons who are putting up 20
1: against you. So yeah, definitely will not be putting up 40 against you. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, next game we got Titans commanders. This is kind of another intriguing game. Both teams are a roller coaster. Um, Yeah. Great
1: way of saying it. Yes.
0: (laughs) We got it's at Washington. The commander or sorry. Titans are favored by two. Oh, Tannehill, the Titans are feels like they're kind of almost figuring out, figuring it out. And then Washington's the opposite where they started hot. Their offense was looking really good. And now Carson Wentz is Carson Wentzing and they can't move the ball. Yep. And he gets sacked six times a game.
1: This is what they got when they traded for Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz is, as always, the X factor. Yeah. You know, what Carson Wentz are you going to see? If is you he get gonna be homeless right or if is you he get that be... version of him, yeah if you get that version of him Washington wins by two scores if you get the guy that's been playing the last couple weeks Tennessee man balls you to death and Tennessee wins by seven to ten. that's kind of how I see this game going I trust Tennessee if to to maintain the ball run the ball play well enough I'll say Wentz continues to spiral here and Tennessee wins it. But to me, it, it, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at either Washington wins by a couple scores or Washington doesn't do anything offensively and Tennessee, just kind of controls the game from start to finish.
0: Yeah, I I'm still, I still of the AFC South between the Colts and Titans. I'm less worried about the Titans. They just feel like they're starting to figure it out. And, I think that Derrick Henry is starting to get in his groove now too. And if he has a Derrick Henry game, the Washington commanders have zero chance. So yeah. I kind of like the Titans to win and
1: cover. Yeah, me too. It's a two, two point spread is what I have. Is that yeah. correct? Is that what mm-hmm. you have? So, I mean, obviously Vegas is looking at this as a close enough call, but I think Tennessee wins by a score. And they just are kind of in control from start to finish. Uh, you said it; they kind of are figuring out what they are this year. And when we what we've seen out of Tennessee is when they know what their strengths are and what they're they're gonna ride their strengths. Yeah. Which oh, and
0: the other thing I saw was uh, Jahan Dotson is out as well, and he was having a pretty good rookie year. Started yeah. Out so high. one of their
1: one of their best weapons most of important weapons is is mm-hmm. not playing. So no Jahan Dotson. So all the more reason for me to think Washington's gonna struggle to put points on the board against Tennessee. Tennessee just kind of controls the game. They win and they cover. Yeah. Cool. Over under forty three. I'll take the under. I think take if Tennessee under. wins, I think if Tennessee wins, you're looking at twenty one fourteen. I'm gonna go I'm gonna take the over on this one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I,
0: I think the I think the neither defense is anything to brag about. So I think that the fair points could be put up this game. So I'm gonna take the over on this one.
1: Cool, understandable call uh, on that one.
0: Next game, battle of the AFC South. We got the winless Texans, 0-3 and 1, going into <sighs> Jacksonville Jaguars, where two at two 2-2. They kind of look a little decent this year. They're massive yeah. improvements.
1: So what are you thinking about this game? Any uh, any quick thoughts? Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence has a bounce-back game. Uh, yeah. We talk about get-right games for the, the entire Tampa Bay Bucks. Trevor Lawrence needs a get-right game. Every once in a while la- – well, not once in a while. Last year was a lot of these. But, you know, you see this out of Trevor Lawrence every once in a while where it's just like, man – what the heck happened? Just bad decision making, bad reads, all of it. And that was the last week, was the only game this year where he's really just been terrible, absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. I don't see that happening against Houston. I think he gets it right. I think that Jacksonville's just a better team yeah. with a, more weapons, a better coaching staff. Jacksonville cannot lose to Houston at home if they actually want to compete for a playoff spot, which I can't believe I'm saying this, is in the realm of possibility for the Jacksonville (laughs) Jaguars. I don't think
0: they're there yet. I don't either,
1: but... But in that division, division, you're right, they're in that division. Yeah. Yeah, They're in the South, and and they could get some wins because they play South teams. Yeah,
0: and the the Titans and Colts are not doing what we expected them to do. And Jacksonville Jaguars, they're favored by seven. I feel like they're going to win this game pretty easily. I don't know. Same here. But I don't think the Texans are going to put up that many points. We we've seen the Jacksonville Jaguars where they've looked like an amazing offense and then the next week they had an amazing defense. Like they yeah. Once they put it together, they could be a pretty well rounded team. I like I said, I don't think that they're good enough to win a playoff game. They might sneak in there just because of the division that they're in, but they're not a playoff team.
1: I agree next year. Yeah. Yeah, another draft, another round of free agency where they can spend a little more money on fixing some holes. And then mm-hmm. you're talking Trevor Lawrence year three and year two in Doug Peterson's system. Next year's the target year for the Jags. But I do think they win this year or this, this game. Houston's yeah. pretty trash in Jacksonville. <laughs> if Lawrence is on, that offense will score against this defense in Jacksonville wins and Jacksonville covers, so I'll take it. I'm the same way. Uh, Over under 43.5. I think if Jacksonville covers the 7, I think they score enough where this ends up being an over, even if Houston only scores 14. I I mean, if if Houston scores 14, I could legitimately see this being like a 31-14 game if (laughs) if Jacksonville is at peak Jacksonville offensively.
0: Yeah. So I imagine I'll take the over. Let's
1: have fun with it.
0: Yeah, I like it. I, I'm also going to take the over. I just imagine that the Jaguars, while they're a good team, I also feel like they're kind of like they might play down to the Texans level. And I think that I think both teams are going to put up a decent amount of points this game as well. But I can okay. see it going the I, I don't know, this game's kind of all over the place, but I could kind of see it going the opposite way where neither team can really get in a groove. But the Texans, David Mills he should be able to score. So, I'm not I think that I'll take the over on that one. Next game, 49ers going into the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield is not looking very good.
1: Yeah, he does not look like he's good at football, which Yeah, I was willing to give him the benefit of doubt with everything that happened in Cleveland $1. over Four. the past year and I'm like, you know what? He'll get a fresh start in Carolina. He'll show that he's not an elite quarterback, but a, a solid starter. Wow. Have I, did I think wrong on that? It's, it's the
0: same thing with Russell Wilson as well. It's like they come in, they have all these weapons to work with, a good foundation, and they just suck. Right. And like, it, it's, it's not like he's, it's not like Baker Mayfield doesn't have anything to work with. He's got Christian McCaffrey that he can just, you know, Chuck it over to, and then he'll just get easy 10 yards. And he's got DJ Moore, who's a crazy good athlete. And then Robbie Anderson, who's one of the best deep threats. And Baker Mayfield is known to, he likes to throw the ball deep and he used to be good at it. They have a a good foundation to be good on offense and Baker just sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not like there are no weapons there. You got CMC. You got DJ Moore. Baker, man, you're bad at football you're just bad at football <laughs> yeah and San Fran will win their defense alone will win this one Nick Bosa has an axe to grind anytime he sees Baker Mayfield True. Over the, I forgot about their that. game in college where Baker planted the OU flag uh in the middle of the O at uh in Columbus so yeah I forgot about that. That's yeah. Good. Nick I feel like is going to have gonna about seven sacks tonight or yeah. in that game on Sunday. So he's having a good season too.
0: The yep. San Francisco in general is looking really, really good. And yep. they just got, you know, they got Garoppolo back there and he's just not turning the ball over and he's, you know, they're looking really good. I feel like that they're them and the Eagles currently right now are the best teams in the
1: NFC. Yeah. And the thing is San Fran is what, two and two. Like the record yeah. is two and two, but well, this to, to week, be fair though, that
0: first game, they played the bears week one in the monsoon. In the, in the, a the monsoon. Game. yep, that's a throwaway game.
1: Yep. And then game, the game against, uh, Denver where Garoppolo had his first start, like Denver's solid enough defensively like that. You know, there's, there's no shame in that one. You know what you're getting with the 49ers Garoppolo led.
0: Yeah. The last two games have, they've looked pretty good
1: though. Especially yeah, that defense, and they're they're gonna get better. The defense is solid. Uh, you know what you're gonna get out of Garoppolo, but Garoppolo knows the offense. They're only gonna get better. I, I know I said it a minute ago, but yeah, Jimmy G wasn't expected to start. They're trying to piece this thing together with this offense, with Jimmy G under center. It'll take another week, couple weeks, to get it in proper and and strong form. Uh, but once it gets there, the Niners are going to be a tough out. Carolina just sucks.
0: Yeah, and I mean, this feels like another one of those, like, the 49ers just match up really well against the Panthers, yeah. I feel like, especially with Baker uh, behind center. And I am cons—I have Christian McCaffrey in one of my teams, fantasy teams, and I'm actually thinking about maybe benching him. Am I crazy?
1: I think it's fair to have those thoughts. It, it's crazy to think about benching Christian McCaffrey, but with that being said, like I get it. I I'm get not gonna it. do Can it. Honestly, okay? sit But i and thinking go thinking about the, it. The dude is. If you have enough deep enough bench where you could go, I could legitimately see these guys getting more than Christian McCaffrey. I just it's Carolina's like offense actually, has not been great, man. It's
0: not like I'm actually gonna do it, but the thought crossed my mind just because I could see him getting like. Nine points or something right. like that, I which you would
1: I, never have that thought. But the fact that this is what the game is, and you get the Niners' defense, and Carolina is already not good on offense, it's fair that it crosses your mind. Like it, it's it's fair. Which who yes. would ever thought you're actually saying it's fair to question benching Christian McCaffrey? But it is.
0: So it it was basically. The reason why, so I had Naeem Hines starting in that game, so he was in my running back position, right? And then he gets, you know, two points because he gets a concussion and goes out. So then it's basically between Christian McCaffrey and Josh Jacobs, and and, and Cam Akers, sorry, and Cam Akers. So I got to choose two of those three. I'm gonna end up with Christian McCaffrey, but either way, oh, yeah, yeah. there. you're
1: gonna bench Cam Akers, but yeah, uh, it's at least up for debate. I get it, yeah, <laughs> with how you played it. it out, that's crazy. Yeah,
0: the thought uh, crossed
1: my mind. I get it. I get it. And just uh, shows goes to show, you, I'm taking Niners to cover with that. If you're having fair thoughts about benching Christian McCaffrey, I think we all we know how this is going to go.
0: Yeah. So here's a really low over under. We got thirty nine and a half. Doesn't even not even at forty.
1: Not even not at even 40. At forty. An ou of thirty nine and a half, and they're giving the Niners almost a touchdown. Yeah. Like, this, they are saying this game screams, like, 21-14. Well, the, Vegas is saying that the
0: 49ers are going to score, what, like, 32, 33 points. And then the Panthers are going to be way under.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean you're you're looking at yeah, somewhere around, yeah, what, a 40-point total? Yeah. With Niners by a touchdown or so. I mean... The Niners are hitting somewhere in the twenties, and they're just going to control the game. Yeah, I'll, that's a low OU. I will take the over. With that being said, I'm not confident in that. Yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. if it does hit if the over hits, it's low forties.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I I'm also going to take the over just on the sheer fact that it's just too low. Yeah, uh, football I, games right, mostly. I don't that.
1: want that right. Yeah. yeah, I just don't want the game being that low scoring. Yeah.
0: But could I see it? Absolutely. Like 100%. You know, 49ers probably scored 25. Panthers probably scored nine or something like that.
1: So, Oh, gosh. Yeah. You might be right on that. Ouch. Our
0: second 3 o'clock game. We got Dallas Cowboys going into the Rams at SoFi Stadium. Uh, the, the legend of Cooper Rush continues. Will he take Dak Prescott's job? When he, when Dak comes back, people are asking, seeing people are asking, obviously not, but there's it's a fun no question. way in hell, but you know what?
1: <laughs> I love the, that is being thrown out there. Let's make yeah. this interesting. Give me the drama.
0: Allen Robinson is virtually not on the team. I thought yeah. it was going to be a, a, I thought it was gonna be an upgrade over Bob Woods slightly, but.
1: Man, if I, I misjudge Allen Robinson, cause I, I was like, man, I would be debating him taking in taking him in round three of my drafts this year, round four. Um, how
0: How is it that a man, Allen Robinson, he goes from team to team to team, and all of his quarterbacks are bottom 10 quarterbacks in the league, and then he goes to the Super Bowl defending champions, and he's got Matt Stafford, who's arguably Hall all-famer, and he sucks.
1: I, this year proves to me that uh, – I gave Allen Robinson too much of the benefit of the doubt of playing with trash quarterbacks. He he had played with trash quarterbacks his entire career, but to be virtually non-existent with Matt Stafford as your quarterback and uh, a play caller like Sean McVay, they're not the problems. You're the problem. And I don't know if it's maybe over the years he's lost the talent. I don't think he has. I just don't think he has it. It has the focus that he needs to be to be great. There's something missing with him. There it is yeah. just something personally or whatever that's missing. He yeah. doesn't have that extra motivator piece, the go get it factor, whatever you want to call it. He just Bears fans have been talking about it. He just looks lazy. And yeah. you know, pardon me to question a man's work ethic, but Man, you got it all made. A good quarterback and a great play caller, and you still can't produce to the point where you're basically not out there. Yeah. It's, it, you're the problem, man.
0: The other thing, too, is like, is it just mirrors? I feel like Matt Stafford isn't playing very well either.
1: He's not. He's not. Uh, I do think he's banged up. He came into the year banged up. Yeah. I also think the Rams O line is low key trash. Yeah. <laughs> And if Matt Stafford makes it through the entire year, kudos to him, but he's also probably playing with three broken parts of his body, in which case he won't be all that effective. Uh, Some people are a good handful of people are buying the Rams because of their O-line. I'm still a little skeptical. I think they're good, but that's going to linger with me. Can Stafford be effective at the end of the year with all the hits he's going to take? Mm-hmm.
0: And he's already not
1: looking great, you know.
0: Yeah. So the Rams are favored by five and a half this game. How are you feeling about that?
1: Let's make it interesting, man. Let's ride, let's keep riding the Cooper train. Yeah. Uh all I, right. Dallas covers and may outright win. I I do not, and, and this is where this is gonna be that the the key for me. What does the Rams O-line do with Micah Parsons running at them all game? Micah Micah Parsons 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 is every bit of the impact player that Aaron Donald is. Yes, I know what I'm saying. Michael Parsons is that good as a Swiss Army knife on defense. Rush the quarterback, he's elite. Drop back uh, and make tackles as a a, basically a linebacker, he's fantastic. He's one of the best all-around defensive players in the game. And the Rams O-line is not great. I, he could be in the backfield all game giving Stafford problems, giving that run game problems. And Dallas's defense might be good enough to win them this game outright. Yeah. I
0: love your take with the Micah Parsons thing because he will get defensive player of the year at least once in his career. He is that good. He has made one of the biggest impacts as a rookie Last year that I've ever seen, you know, apart from like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. But those guys are on offense. Like, how can you have a rookie defensive player doing what he does? And you're so right. He is known for his pass rush, but he's so good in coverage, too. He's just an all around amazing athlete. I do think he's going to cause problems for the Rams as well. However, I'm going to go with the Rams by... Minus five and a half. I think that I think this is another get right game for them. I think that not a get right game, but I think that they they'll finally start utilizing Allen Robinson and figure out their offense more. Yeah, they need it.
1: They need it, man. The Rams need this one. They need to win it. And it'd be nice to do so in commanding fashion. I'm not saying they have to win by two scores, but make it clear from the start that you are the better team and you're going to win this one.
0: Mm -hmm. and then let's look at the over under real quick I think it's 42 yep 42 any uh, quick thoughts on that
1: uh I will take this is actually kind of tough for me I'm gonna take the over on this one you'll take the over I'm gonna go with the under all right crazy I I mean part of that is because I think Dallas is gonna cover in which case I think it's gonna be a close three-point game maybe uh low 20s mid-20s ish so, well, I guess low 20s would put me at about 42 anyway. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> mm. All right. I'll stick with the under because that was my gut. But right. even now I'm questioning myself. Yeah. Anyway, under. Lock it in. Call it Lock good. it in. We're locking awesome. it in. Love to hear it. All right. Our last
0: 3 o'clock game, Eagles going into Arizona. Eagles are favored by 5. I have some pretty strong thoughts on the Eagles. So I'm going to let you go. Is there anything that you're wa- looking out for in this game? Is there what are you thinking? How how's Kyler Murray looking?
1: How do you think he's going to pan out? Kyler Murray, I am not optimistic about the type of quarterback he is in general. <laughs> yeah. One read guy uh and he's the type of guy that like those guys just aren't consistently successful in, in the NFL. He needs DeAndre Hopkins back. In a hurry. I am wondering when is that ugly game coming for Philly? You cannot go through a seventeen game season without having an ugly game. Mm-hmm. And at Arizona, a quarterback that has running ability, maybe you come in sluggish. Arizona's good enough where they can make things interesting. Uh that being said, if Arizona had DeAndre Hopkins. I might be willing to take them outright. <laughs> I don't think this game is it for Philly. I think they cover the five. They win. It's going to be high scoring, though.
0: Yeah. I I really liked what... So before I get into the game itself, I want to give some fantasy advice. And it's all on Marquise Brown. So he's having a phenomenal wide receiver one year this year. Trade him before this game. Right now. So he's going to have uh, Darius Slay... Covering him all game and Darius Ooh, Slay. yeah know what he did to Justin Jefferson. All right. Yes. This might be your last chance to sell high Marquise Brown because just like what you said, exactly what you said before, Kyler Murray is a one read guy. And guess who comes back in two weeks? DeAndre Hopkins.
1: DeAndre Hopkins. you can Hopkins.
0: get anything for Marquise Brown, like, like if you can get good value for him, do it now. Because this is the highest I think that he's going to be all season. I don't have him in any of my leagues. If I did, he's gone off my team this week before the game start. Get this trade in before the game start. That being said, the Eagles are good, man. Jalen Hurts, he may not be what you think is your typical great quarterback, but man, is he playing the position well. i He's just putting up points. And... And this A.J. Brown, this is the other thing that I like about the Eagles. A.J. Brown was an absolute game changer for them. And I'm going to put this out there right here, right now. They had the best first-round draft pick in the draft this year. Drafting, they essentially drafted A.J. Brown. And with his you know $25 million contract, I think that that was the best pick in the draft. You have the number one overall pick. You take A.J. Brown and the money. Because the way that he changed this offense is just... It's crazy. They, they're they so much better than, than what they were before. Devonta Smith is still figuring it out. And it takes a lot of coverage and pressure and, and looks off of him. And yet he he's still putting up points. And then A.J. Brown, he's I mean, these the, the Eagles are so good that they're they don't need to even play in the second half, essentially. And A.J. Brown still has like the second most like receiving yards in the league. So I, I love what AJ Brown is doing this this year. I love what Jalen Hurts is doing. Give me the Eagles all day covering five. They might win by 15.
1: You hit the nail on the head, man. Like we knew AJ Brown was good. <laughs> we knew he'd be a good pickup for them. But he is a game changer, not just with his ability when he has the ball in his hands. But what he does for the other players, he opens things up for Devonta Smith. He opens things up for Dallas Goddard. So you have two top-tier wide receivers, a upper echelon tight end, and credit Sirianni and his coaching staff for maximizing Jalen Hurts. They are playing to his strengths. They know he is not a perfect quarterback. They know mm-hmm. he is... You know, not the he's not Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's not these guys. But he has some good skills, and they are tailoring that offense to fit what he does best. And they are utilizing the weapons that they have. That's just good coaching, top down. It's it's just I'm so impressed with what the Eagles have done to start the yes. year off. And I don't think I'm with you. I don't think it stops this week.
0: Yeah, I it will stop at some point
1: but i don't
0: i i just feel like the eagles match up really well against the cardinals
1: yep agreed i'll take eagles to cover the five points and then we got one over under mine says 49 is that what yours is at for the ou Uh, let's see yep 49 i am that's a good one i'm actually gonna take the under on that that's a lot of points yeah
0: that is a lot of points
1: you're gonna ride it though. You're gonna ride it. ride it. Yeah. Go for send it. Send
0: it. Full send. Send it. Full send. Yeah. I like it. High scoring game. It's gonna be like 25 to
1: 35. Yeah. Hey, there's your over. There's your over.
0: Boom. Lock it in. All right. Last. Uh, sorry. Uh. Sunday night game. Bengals. Ravens. Divisional game. Should be a good one. I feel like. Uh. You know. Bengals are on the verge of, of figuring it out. They're two and two. Ravens are two and two. And, it's in Baltimore. Baltimore's favored by three and a half. How you feeling about this one?
1: Both these teams need this one. Yeah. Both these teams. You mm-hmm. you be the team that gets to three and two in this division. Pad yourself a little bit. It's a a big deal. I I can see either of these teams winning. They're both strong, capable offenses. Uh, questionable defenses. I I. I feel more comfortable with Cincinnati's defense than I do Baltimore's. But to echo that, I don't feel comfortable about Cincinnati's O-line. So I think Baltimore yeah. could get some, some push. Baltimore's secondary is not great. So I expect the re- their receivers to be running open. I don't yeah, know, especially is, after the way those... that game ended with Baltimore, you you felt like they should have beaten mm-hmm. Buffalo last week and they just choked it. Give me the, the Ravens at home. I, uh, They barely cover the three and a half. I I think it's going to be somewhere between a four and seven point win for Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, But I, this one could go either way.
0: The Ravens were one of those teams where I I had pretty strong opinions going into the season. I thought that their defense was really going to improve a lot. And I thought they were going to have one of the better secondaries in football. And boy, was I just wrong. Teams are just scoring all over the place on them. And while Like you said, the offensive line for the Bengals is horrible. I still think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. And the Bengals, you know, they started out 0-2, and they're starting to figure it out a little bit more. But the Ravens are a good team. Lamar is in MVP form. Give me the Ravens all day. I think it's going to be – so Man. over-under is 47 and a half, and I think this is going to easy hit. I think both teams are going to put up a ton of points. Oh, yeah. But I also think the Ravens are gonna are going to win this game. For sure. Yeah.
1: I, I could see this one being somewhere in the, the realm of thirties low low to mid thirties to high twenties, yeah. whichever ever team wins it. So the overs definitely hitting too. i I'm with you on that. Give me the home team. And I Baltimore's gonna be a little bitter about last week too. So I, I could see them coming out firing and, and ready to go. Yeah, yeah, Lamar has a field day. Give me the I have more the fantasy advice. Uh,
0: buy Joe Mixon uh, now before he goes off. Because, I mean, this offensive line wasn't good last year either, and he had a really good season. And guess what? They sucked this season, and they haven't gotten the run game going. But I think it's just a matter of time before Joe Mixon really gets going and that they figure out the run game. And I think that this is one of the lowest that you can buy him at.
1: I, to echo what you're saying, Mike, I have Mixon in one or two leagues. And yes, he's not been running the ball well. I'm with you. I don't think a lot of really much of it's his fault. He still gets the ball quite a bit. They still give him the ball a ton. He's going to start to break out and have some big weeks. It's why I teams trying to trade for him or who are offering me trades. I have not been accepting them because I do expect the turnaround. I'm with you. So if you can get him and try and buy low in your leagues, I I side with Mike. Go out, try and get him. Yeah. He's getting Unfortunately,
0: he had a good game against Miami. I'm looking at he had 20 fantasy points. But uh, if he has a bad game this game, you know, definitely go out and snag him while you still can. Other than that, anything else you're looking out for in this game?
1: Points, points, points.
0: Points, points, points. Yeah, this one should be – I think that this is going to be a really fun Sunday night game. Yeah. Hopefully. So – and then going into Monday night game. This is the last game on the slate. We got Raiders against the Kansas City Chiefs, an over-under of 51 and a half.
1: Man. And
0: the Chiefs are favored by seven. So they're they're so if if you're watching this Monday night football, put on the Manning cast because this will be a fun one.
1: Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. They're gonna the Mannings are gonna love this. They're gonna eat this no, one up.
0: No defense. I love it. No this defense,
1: makes- all points. Yep. I doubted Kansas City last week, and they made me look foolish. They made <laughs> me look absolutely foolish. Mike. They're
0: a good team.
1: It's, it, I'm not going to be an idiot two weeks in a row. They're dropping a ton of points. Yeah. On Vegas. Almost at Lions level. Almost, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Almost at Lions level. Imagine that. The They're almost there. They're almost, almost Lions as good as the type Detroit of offense.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Who would have thought that Matt, Matt, uh Patrick Mahomes led offense is not quite as good as the Jared Goff Jared led Goff offense. led
1: Detroit Lions <laughs> offense. No one saw that coming into the year.
0: Ah, uh, what are you talking about? I saw that. Oh, though. I
1: mean, yeah, you saw it coming. Who did oh, it? Yeah. Who did it? Patrick McHolves is going to eat Vegas alive. think so? Uh, Seven's not enough for me. I think Vegas will get some points, but Kansas City's dropping a ton. Kansas City covers the the seven. The over 51 and a half hits. Take it to the bank. Wow. You know what's funny? I'm the
0: exact opposite.
1: I love it. Let's go. Let's go.
0: (laughs) Here's why. I I just like... In the last two years, we've seen the Raiders split games with the Chiefs. Like they've gone they've gone into Arrowhead and then they've won and they just play feisty against the Chiefs. And I know that they don't have John Gruden and they have uh what's his face from the uh from the Patriots offensive coordinator? Um Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, thank you. And their offense isn't looking that great, but I think the Raiders can cover, you know, they, they're starting to figure it out as well among other teams. And sometimes, sometimes teams just like play feisty against a, another team and, and they match up Damn. well, you know, kind of like, uh, in the past, like San Francisco and the Packers, the Packers are usually generally the better team. However, 49ers match up better. So they ended up winning. And I think that that's kind of what's going to happen again. And I'm also going to take the under, cause that's a lot of points. And that is know, a lot of us. points, man. They're going to go at it. And I just feel like it's going to be like one of those, like, grind games, you know, okay. or like they struggle to get like 24 points. It's probably gonna be like 24 to 21. I'm thinking all of a sudden
1: you get, yeah. Low twenties game. Yeah. Give me the chiefs I... to
0: win the game, but give me the Raiders to cover the seven.
1: Okay. All right. I'm curious to see how that one plays out. No, yeah. you see it one way and I see it another way, Yeah, I'm excited for that one.
0: Either way, both good night games, Sunday and Monday. Yes. It should, should be good. Yes. And even the, the three o'clock games, we got two two out of three are pretty good. You got the Eagles, Cardinals, and Cowboys, Rams. So I'm excited for this weekend. Got some and good matchups, I'm really man. excited for the, for the night games, too. Yeah,
1: for sure. Bring Did it. We, uh, good slate
0: this week. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: how about some baseball talk then, huh? Baseball, man. Let's get a quick little baseball talk in. We got playoffs. The playoffs start
0: and started, and if you haven't already, go check out the daily podcast where me and Jacob, we talk about the pre, we preview the MLB playoffs, and it was a lot of fun. It was 30 minutes long, and we enjoyed it. The Mets, Max Scherzer, let in a ton of runs today. He's not even good, apparently. And the Padres yeah, took the first Max game.
1: Scherzer. Golly. Any, uh, any takes for the Padres-Mets game? Uh, Mets needed this one. Yeah. You, you go at home, Max are throwing, there is no, you got to win this game. Yeah. You got to win this game. And, and they didn't do it. You give Padres momentum going in. and I, Now
0: it's the, now the Padres are, you know, they got the, the advantage now. So Right.
1: And, and you're talking, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, we're looking, these wildcard rounds are, are best of three. Yes. To move mm-hmm. on. So the Mets now didn't win the Scherzer game and have to go two straight,
0: Mm -hmm. win two
1: straight. Yep. See, like that's what makes this, these little three game sets. Interesting. Yeah. They San Diego bombs Max Scherzer and it just feels now like, all right, Padres are going to win in the series. I don't see him losing two in a row. So man. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually really
0: shocked. I really thought that the Mets were going to win that game. I, I I thought it was going to go to game three but I didn't think that the Mets were going to lose this one. And now I'm definitely concerned. Uh, Jacob and I have both kind of talked about it, that the the Padres, we both kind of hope that they don't go too far because they don't have, you know, Tatis. They're not at full throttle. So um, Yeah,
1: I get that. I get Mets that. You're
0: kind of that type of thing. But, I mean, the Mets, uh, they had that huge choke job going into the season where they had like a 97% chance of winning the division. They play the Braves, and then the Braves Win the division. It was awesome. Right, right. Go
1: Braves. Go! Braves. It made a big late push where they just won like crazy to end up mm-hmm. taking that division.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, next NL game, we got the Phillies who scored. Was it six runs in the, in the ninth? Six in the ninth. Oh my goodness! Six gracious, in the all ninth.
1: The heavens to Betsy's. The wow. Cardinals were up two nothing, going into the ninth. When do the Cardinals ever blow that type of game, Mike?
0: They this, You're an uh, NL
1: Central fan, like you, you know the way the Cardinals are.
0: That's I don't it. know what happened in this game, but I do know that their closer is like the next Josh Hader. His name's uh Hel- Hel- I think that's how you pronounce it. I I don't know, Helsy. Well, he's really good, and I'd be surprised if he, um, you know, blew blew the blew the game.
1: I'll take a quick look here as to who gave him. It was it was uh, Helsley. Oh no! Yeah,
0: he. I had him on my fantasy team, and he was a stud all year this year. But yeah, I mean, this is kind of like one of those like big buzzkill for the Cardinals, who were hot going into the playoffs. You got Albert Pujols who hit the seven hundred club, Yadier Molina's last year, I believe, as well. And it's just like what a way to go out and retire. If the Cardinals like win the world series, yeah. but uh, now it's looking a little bleak, not off to a great start. Yeah. Not off to a great start.
1: I think the Cardinals will end up winning this. this I, they're one. the team that I feel like they could take to the next two from the Phillies. I, yeah. I'm confident in saying that this is a one-off and, and things come together. Mm-hmm. I'm less concerned about the Cardinals coming back from it. The Mets on the other hand, lots of concerns. So, yeah.
0: And then moving over to the AL, the Mariners shut out the blue Jays four to nothing. Yeah. I was rooting for the blue Jays, but me too.
1: You know, good for Seattle. They, this is their first playoff appearance in like 20 years. So Jacob is fully invested with these Mariners. I was like,
0: yeah,
1: Julio Rodriguez is a beast. I have a soft spot in my heart for that young guy. He's he's a great young player. Um, but man, there's that. Yes, I, I root for a team like the Mariners that hasn't been there in a while to to make a push. But part of me just the young bashers for the Toronto Blue Jays. I wouldn't mind seeing them make a run, just so I can see a lot of Laddie Junior and Bo Bichette. Yeah, you know.
0: So of, of the four teams that are playing currently, you got Rays, Guardians, Mariners, Blue Jays. I. Could care less, whichever one goes to the World Series. But I am slightly pulling for the Blue Jays. I just really hope Houston and the Yankees don't go to the World Series.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I get you. I I Yankees are the Yankees. I don't like rooting for the Yankees. And now the Astros are at a point where it's like, you've been around long enough. You got caught for the whole scandal and whatnot. I'm kind of over you seeing you play too. Give me someone new. Yeah. Give me someone new.
0: And then uh last game we got raised guardians, guardians pull it out two to one. Go Guardians. I love it. I mean, this is a team that nobody thought had any playoff hopes. And None. They have one big contract on that whole
1: team. And I,
0: go Guardians.
1: Right. I don't even think the Guardians came into the year <laughs> thinking that they would be in this position. Right. I think they looked and said we need a year or two to retool, mm-hmm. get some of our young arms up, get some of our younger players up, and then we go. There's no major, major big names on this roster outside of Jose Ramirez, as you said. But they've just done a good job of patchworking players in their farm system. And and Francona's done a great job of finding the right spot and the right role for these guys. They're just... uh, Guardians, to me, are turning into Tampa light, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, where it's... The names change. They don't pay a lot of players a ton of money, but they always seem to have pitching and they always seem to have the right type of hitter or they maneuver the talent that they have to best fit the optimal lineup to win. They might out Tampa, Tampa Bay in this series. I love
0: it. Awesome. Well, that's, uh, that's all I got. Do you have any other... Um, sports topics that you wanted to cover tonight? Uh,
1: none really that we, we got into quite a bit. I'm going to just encourage you all. If you are not baseball fans, at least give playoff baseball a chance mm-hmm. because it is exciting. It There's is. a lot going on. Crowds are wild. Every pitch matters. It, it, just it tune in and give it a chance. It's very it, different from regular season baseball
0: it is a chess match. Like you watch it between the batter and the pitcher and it's literally a chess match. And like, you know, one pitch changes everything. And it's, it, it is really cool. Um, I, I love playoff baseball. I just wish I had a team in it. Gosh, I know. What I the know. hell brewers? I was, I was bowling so with Brewers, man. I was so salty. More. Ugh. Just, just an awful taste left in my mouth after that season.
1: Yeah. Well, and when like, you're right there, you're in the running the whole way. And just to kind of have that pulled out from under you. By I mean, St. Louis, nonetheless. Every right? like,
0: fan felt it when
1: Josh Hader got traded. Yep. Every fan felt it. You said it then. We asked you then. Go back and listen to the pod, guys. Early August. we Mike said it then. It's just a how buzz it kind feel. of
0: ruined the confidence and man, it showed it really did. Yep. They tried to make a, a backdoor comeback against the Phillies, but unfortunately the 69 win Marlins were just too good. And they won three out of four against the Brewers.
1: How do you, that's a gut punch in
0: playoffs and lose three to four to a sub 70 win team.
1: Gosh, Ugh. garbage team. Just a garbage team takes three out of four. That's a gut bust. I, I, I hate it so
0: much because all my life, the Brewers have never had good pitching. You know, we, we had Ben Sheets and CC Sabathian, Giovanni Gardo back in like 2009 or whatever, 2011 ish. And and we went far. We did good. We had a good team. And we haven't had any pitching since before that or after. And that, now we have essentially three aces on the team. With Woodruff, Corbin Burns, and Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta had a lot of injury issues this year. And then you got Aaron Ashby, who's an up-and-coming guy, too. He, he's looking like he's got a ton of potential. And yet, no one can freaking score. You score 10 runs one game, and then you score a total of two runs the next three games. You're so like, what the heck are we doing here? Very right? frustrating. Um, inconsistent. And I'm just, you know what? I'm, just, I'm done with the Brewers right now. I don't want to talk about them anymore. That's
1: fair. That's fair. It all hurts when you look and go, when we need runs, we need you to show up, you guys can't beat an yeah. inferior opponent to make a playoff push, so. which just kind of sums up what you all were feeling since the hater trade happened. So mm-hmm. um, hope they come in next year. New talent, rebuilt, retooled. And they give it another go. Because they, they they should be in a position next year where they can give it another go and maybe get the division title. Should be. Am I holding out hope? Nope. I, fair I'm, enough. I'm pessimistic. That's very fair. That's completely fair. I don't blame you <laughs> for being pessimistic.
0: After, the, like, like, we went to the playoffs for the last five years, and this year it's just like, I've just, I'm not feeling good next year. I just, I don't know if they're going to improve. And I feel like they might, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just I'm not feeling good about it. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that's all we got for this podcast. Thank you so much, listeners, for listening in. We had a blast. Hope you enjoyed it. Please comment, review, subscribe, share. Tell your friends, tell your classmates, tell your students, tell everybody. Uh, we love to hear back from you, so send us some questions as well. And thank you so much. Have a great rest. Oh, yeah, and check out the daily podcast, too. But uh, have a good rest of your night. Peace and love.